You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Welcome to episode 68 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me today are Vicki Stokes. Hi. And the not terribly happy right now, <laughs> Suze Gilbert. Hi, everyone. And the reason why Suze is not too happy right now is because she's recording on her iPad as opposed to her iMac because a little incident happened. So just a little heads up, if the sound quality isn't as good, that's probably the reason why. So I'll, I'll do what I can to fix it in... Um, in editing, but Vic, uh, Suze, do you want to tell people what happened last night? Sure. I was, I have a relatively new iMac and I was, <clears throat> excuse me, I had done some work on Illustrator and I wanted to print it out on my Epson printer and I went to uh, plug in my USB from my Epson into the iMac and the metal of the USB uh, port, the, the male part, didn't even touch the port of the iMac, and sparks started flying. I got a slight shock, um, and it arced, and basically it blew out both of my USB ports on my iMac. So I have had several calls into Apple. They wanted uh, numerous photographs. They wanted a photograph of the electrical outlet, of the USB ports, of the USB cables. I ruined two of them. Um, the metal just completely uh where it looks like it touched, barely touched the metal on the iMac, it melted the metal on the cable. Thank goodness it didn't blow. As far as I know, it didn't do anything to my Epson printer, which I'm very happy because I did not have it plugged in, nor did I had I did not have it turned on. Thank goodness. But I don't know about my external hard drive or my um, Wacom tablet because those were plugged in at the time. But I don't dare you know, touch anything. Apple told me to shut down the computer and not do anything. So I'm just waiting to hear back. I'll know in this sometime today what they're going to do. So they've asked me numerous questions. Um, I've sent over numerous photos. So hopefully uh, this will get taken care of. But again, to expound on the fact what Vicky said last week about the uh, Surface Pro, I See, I can do everything on my iPad. I may not be able to like record this in, in a compressed audio on QuickTime, but I can do everything on the iPad. You can just do everything on it. So just, just saying, Vicky. Uh, you can do everything. <laughs> not everybody. Not everybody. And um, should we just segue into the next part, Elisa? Uh, yeah, yeah, which we wanted to talk about the Apple event from yeah. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to go over bit by bit everything that they said, because at this point, you've probably already watched the keynote, so you know what's going on. We're just going to share some of our thoughts about it. And like Vicky said, there was a new iPad Pro. Mm-hmm. A big, humongous thing, which still didn't have ports on them. <laughs> You've got to you've got to get over the port issue. I just want well, to why, call you, it a, why call it pro? Did if you it just hear have what I said? I, I I almost I got shocked putting something into a port just to let you know that that's there doesn't not, need to be ports. Because, that's because you don't you don't use it in the way that um, programming and uh, 
um, uh, uh, professionals do or developers do. Okay. It's funny that when I was watching, <laughs> when I was watching uh, later on in the day, I was watching it and I was specifically looking yeah. and paying attention to see if they're going to announce anything like that. I mean, it was so you big. It's so doggone big. I, mean, I need a new iPad. I have an iPad 4, which will be three years old on Black Friday. I bought it right after Thanksgiving in 2012. And it's just the battery. It eats battery like crazy. Yeah. And I thought, great, I'm going to wait. I'll see what they announce. If they announce something good. I'll buy it. This is, for me personally, it's just too big. I had the first iPad mini. So you see where I'm, what direction I'm going in. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I gave it to my niece and nephew because I really can't use it. And even before then, I wasn't using my bigger iPad for anything. So I had given that away also. Um, I just don't have the need for an iPad right now. Though I must say... That screen looked gorgeous. Oh, man. I can watch a movie on that one. I think the screen looks gorgeous. You know, I personally would probably, I don't know if I would ever upgrade. I, it would, I would have to wait and see. Because the 6, for instance, the 6S Plus does not interest me, the bigger iPhone. I prefer the 6S. But I'll get into that. But as far as the iPad itself, I thought the screen was beautiful. I love the fact that they put, they developed a brand new processor for that. So it's mm -hmm. lightning fast. Because I noticed with my iPad Air 2, um, how much faster that was over my previous iPad. I had the iPad 3. And um, the other thing that really intrigued me, and I'm very disappointed in Apple for doing this. This is my um, slam on Apple. I'm really not happy. Is as both of you know, I'm a stylist geekoid. I yeah. absolutely love styli. I, I just, because I draw and I paint on my iPad all the time. So usually in the morning when I wake up, I read the news and before I get going, I always open up an app and I'll do some type of drawing or I'll open up a photo and I'll draw on top of it or, you know, kind of tweak it in, in that way. So I'm, I use my iPad really as an art device, as a sketchbook. So I've been hankering after a beautiful stylus that would have pressure sensitivity, number one, um, really good connectivity so there's not a lot of lag time because some of the stylus that I have that are pressure sensitive do have some lag when you're, when you're working with it. And three, that would have a fine tip that would just glide. I have several jot um, styli and I have the pixel point and I have the one with the clear disc. Um, and I have to say is that the clear disc is sometimes frustrating for me because it can scratch your, I don't ever use screen protectors on my, my devices and you, it can scratch, but you have to kind of got, you have to see through that disc. It's just, you can get a fine line with it, but it's irritating. So I got their pixel point and that one has a lag. So I really don't like it that much. So I ended up returning that. I was thrilled thinking, oh, my God, they have a pencil. I knew Apple would come up with a stylus. And I think people have to get over the whole Steve Jobs thing because where he said that if you have to use a stylus, you fail. That was for phone people. That was not for an iPad or a tablet. That was for the phone. You know, your finger can only do so much on an iPad. It's you really can nice. Always, you, you can always not use the pencil. You know, it's no law that it, says you have to use Yeah, exactly. Uh, mm. But when I found out that they made it, solely for the iPad Pro. I was yeah. I I felt so betrayed by Apple. I'm thinking, are you friggin' kidding me? You you 
got us used to touch. You've got us used to pressure sensitivity. And now you only make this beautiful stylus that you can do fine lines with it. And it didn't look like, at least in the demo they did, it didn't look like it had a lot of lag. Mm-hmm. Um, you only offer it for the freaking iPad Pro. I was very disappointed in that. I- I'm going to be honest with you because I was so excited. I said to my husband, don't worry. I, you know, I'm all set for Christmas. I just want the iPhone S and I want a pencil, the Apple pencil. Then I found out, no, I can't get the Apple pencil unless they're going to come out with one, maybe for the iPad air too, which would be fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. But, but but I don't know. But, um, uh, I think the iPad, uh, iPad pro is the only one that has that pressure sensitivity, isn't it? No, no, no. It is. It is. Oh, but I think the iPhone also has it too. Yeah, I mean, the iPad Air, I, I would say, I mean, I use my Pogo Connect a lot on my iPad Air now, and that has pressure sensitive in, sensitivity with the style. So when you're doing like a, for instance, if you're drawing a line. No, no, I'm talking about the screen, on the screen. Itself. Oh, the screen. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the, the pencil uh, uses that pressure sensitivity yeah. on the screen. And I, I, I don't know if the other ones have it, but I know that the uh, iPhone has it, the pressure sensitivity. Well, what do they call it? 3D right touch now. or something like that? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now on their you, Apple you don't know website, what I'm about. and it says designed for iPad Pro. Yeah. Well, you mean, I'm not, I'm not the, oh, yeah, the pencil? Yeah, it's definitely the yeah. just for that, you know. But what's to stop somebody else from coming up with something similar? If, if, because I know the iPhone right, has the it. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think when Apple always gives the SDKs out to developers, they usually design and create products, um, mm-hmm. apps, and uh, accessories for the sexy product, which the iPad Pro is the sexy product. I would not think that they would probably develop something for the iPad Air 2. If they were going to do something like that, they should have done it before now. So I think iPad 2 Air or the smaller iPads, we're going to be kind of out of luck on that, which is unfortunate because I think Apple, I would have had a lot more respect for Apple if they had come out with Pencil and said, okay, this is for, this is going to work beautifully on the iPad Pro, but we also have a Pencil um, for, you know, the other devices. So well, they yeah. will be they will be pressure sensitive because, I mean, I, like I said, I can use my Pogo Connect and I have pressure sensitivity. Why did they just forsake everybody for the iPad Pro as far as a decent stylus, fine line stylus, I should say, a fine line stylus. I, I don't have a clue, but I, I did notice when they were demoing it that they had their hands completely off the screen. I can't do anything like that. I'm not the kind of person that can, my arm will get tired, my hand will get tired holding the pencil up that high. Well, some of the um, apps, some of the apps have palm rejection. I, you know, yeah. um, you, you can have palm rejection on some of them. Bamboo has that. Um, I've tried that and it, it, those pro- they claim it doesn't and it, I'll stop writing and it'll just start seeing smudges from where my palm is and it sometimes ignore what I was writing. Maybe the things have changed because this was just was a couple of years ago that when I tried to do it, it was when I was in school and I just, it just was too frustrating. You know, I, I was hoping you would see something, but I'm sure they, they got something to figure that out, especially when it was pressure sensitivity. If you turn on the, the, the pencil, then it should only be concentrating on, on the contact with the pencil and not what your palm is doing. They could be thinking Apple that, People like you, Suze, who like to draw and paint yeah. and manipulate photos are chomping at the bit for this to come out in November. Yeah. Therefore, you know, why make something 
for the previous versions of iPad when you're just going to upgrade to this bigger. Exactly. The thing is, is I think it's a little too big for me. I like to be able to hold my iPad. I love my Mm -hmm. iPad Air. I love to be able to hold it in one hand. I just, I love Mm -hmm. it on the plane. I love all of that. I think, um, I, I think the price point was interesting guys i think for 128 gig which i would get if i was i mean i love my 128 gig ipad air too Mm -hmm. but that's over a thousand bucks just for a tablet i'm like wow yeah but most 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 tablets don't have uh, um because it's it's verging on becoming a computer most computers don't have uh, 128 gigabytes well i see this device is it's not for people like us it's for people that have desktop computers and want that portability. Yeah. I have a laptop. This is the same. I have a 13 inch MacBook Pro. If I get this new Mac- iPad Pro, I basically have two MacBook Pros. Yeah. As far as yeah. the screen size is concerned. Yeah. And like you said, Suze, I want something that I can throw in my backpack when I'm traveling. I can watch a movie on the plane or read a book on the plane. I don't want something that I'm going to be lugging through security and wait, you know, that I'm going to be. That just takes up too much room, and I have to buy another case for it and another keyboard for it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's too big. But, but when you, ma- you don't have a laptop and you want that portability because all you have at home is a desktop, then the iPad Pro might be a great idea for that person. For me, it's too big. Yeah, and then if you, once you get up to 128 gigabytes, you might as well buy a MacBook Pro. Jeez. Price well, is so I'm, expensive. I'm, I'm thinking of my next one being 128 gigs. But I'm debating now because, like I said earlier, my iPad is starting to show its age as far as – because I use it like you, Suzanne. I use it differently than you, but I use it every single day to death. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Me too. With mostly video. I'm either watching a podcast or I'm watching Netflix or Amazon Prime or something like that, listening to audio podcasts. I use it every single day. And the battery is going. But do I really want to go out now and buy an iPad Air 2? Or do I want to say – let me wait until this thing is at death's door before mm-hmm. I go out and buy something. Because for all I know, six months from now, they could say, hey, guess what? We refreshed the iPad Airs. Well, the, or not. Or yeah. not. The, the other thing that um, I think you're right in the respect that they're trying to get creative professionals to use this. So, you know, I noticed on their demo, they pretty much had, you know, people drawing and sketching and, you know, like architects. Collaboration know. stuff. Exactly. And yeah. and what I thought was interesting is, you know, Apple always goes after Samsung because they copy. You know, how many lawsuits has Apple had because they copy? I'm sorry, guys, but when they use that case, when they put the case on the iPad, you know, the, the accordion case, I said, oh, my God, that's a Microsoft Surface Pro. And then yeah, what it the is. Heck? It is. Microsoft comes out and, and, and talks about their apps, their office apps for the iPad. I thought my head was going to blow up. I said, why is Twitter not exploding over this? I mean, I fast forwarded through that part. Yeah, was, but but, it, but they, they're a software company mainly. Um, they, that's where they, most of their successes are is in the software. But still, I mean, they forced the down iPad Pro, Vicky, the <laughs> iPad Pro is going to be in direct competition with the Microsoft Surface Pro. Yeah, they know it. I just was shocked. I my I I, I was shocked. My mouth. It's, it's just a very. To the floor. It's a very sort of. Um, Really weird relationship, um, yeah, but you I know, guess it is. We, we 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 crossed all those boundaries. You know, we got Intel processors in our machines. We've done all kinds of stuff, but um, I I was I wasn't really surprised because 
you, you saw them trying to get their product on our platform before they went to the 360 crap, you know, um, where you, you subscribe. Um, and, and then Apple went to offering pages and notes and everything for free. So um, I, I, they, they got to fill that niche. You know, I'm sorry. People still use Microsoft in the business world. Yeah, um, no, they do. So Absolutely. You're going to need it. Uh, so they might as well sell it. You know, if they can sell it, they can sell it. But in terms of the hardware, I think that I'm glad they're around because they're going to keep Apple moving forward instead of staying in the same spot. Think about the Apple TV. It's just moldy. It's sitting there for the longest and they finally updated it. Well, just the interface is the only thing that's impressive to me. The rest of the stuff, you can get on a fire stick. Things that they're doing, people have been, they have to do that in answer to the other product. The Chromecast. See, my, my son totally agrees with you because he has yeah. Chromecast and he loves it. He said, I got my Amazon Fire Stick and I got three uh, Apple TVs in my house. And um, okay, I'm excited about the Apple TV. I'm probably only the only person in the world that's excited about the Apple TV. I love the fact that it's all Siri integrated. I love the fact that it has a, a glass touchscreen at the top of the remote. I'm glad that the remote doesn't use batteries, it's rechargeable with a lightning cable. I love the fact that you can ask it to play music. You can ask for certain, um, you don't have to do the hen pecking thing that you can just say, you know, show me thrillers, show me, show me all the Johnny Depp movies I want. And I, I thought it was really cool. I, my husband, and I love foreign films. And sometimes, sometimes when we watch British TV, it's, it's like a foreign language, depending on how heavy their accent is. And we'll say, what did they say? I think that it was so cool. Yeah. That it goes back 15 seconds yeah. and it captions I, that's, it. That's and it puts I it in captions. I do that constantly. When I saw that, I went, whoa. I know. <laughs> I thought that was, a, brilliant. I was I watched that live and I wish I could have gone back in time to hear what he said. I thought that was brilliant. I said, that I, is so I, cool because I'll be using that feature a lot. I, I, we're getting the Apple TV. I, I, that's, that's, that's the only thing that excites me because Amazon Fire uh, Fire Stick already does that, and that was that came out last year. So, what and is Amazon it? isn't on the Apple TV? Either. I noticed no. that too. No, that's Am- no Amazon problem. Prime. Yep, you're absolutely. So right. if it's, you if you watch TV in your living room, you yeah. can't watch Amazon. See, that, that I'm lucky. I got like Blu-ray players on almost all my TVs, and I can watch anything. You know, that's I mean, they're being able to add app. Think about it. Your Blu-ray player has been able to do that for the longest. <laughs> so. so wait a minute. Now you said the Fire Stick can do that. So basically, if you say, is it is it like integrated with a voice over? No, it's on the like mic. Theory? You have to get the voice. Um, so it will remote. go back. Voice and it, that is. It's a voice it will remote. go back fifteen seconds. No, 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 no. It doesn't do that. No, but you oh. can say. Uh, could you show me um, Hannibal episodes, you know, and they'll okay. search for that, you know, by, by voice, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I, never, I actually I never use that. You know, yeah, I just uh, have the regular remote that came with it. See, yeah. The reason for, see, for Apple TV for me is I don't game. I don't either. So that's, I do. That's, yeah. I'm, that, you okay. don't. What game so for you me, play? <laughs> I don't, I don't game and I never buy or rent from the iTunes store. I don't either. It took So for me, the Fire Stick or the Roku box is great because I have HBO Go on there. I have the Showtime app on. I have the mm-hmm. Netflix and I have the Amazon. And then depending on what I want to watch, I just turn the TV on and just, okay, Netflix, exactly. I want to watch, you know, the I, West Wing. And then it picks up where I left off, left off on the West Wing. And then I, I watch a couple episodes. Or if I'm in the mood for something, I search for, you know, whatever. And I, that's what I play. 
I have the sling player on my Firestone uh, Fire uh, Stick, and I, I think I told you guys in my and we we talked in, uh, previously about this is that my TV downstairs only has one HDMI interface, mm-hmm. so I would have to take the Fire Stick out and put my TV in. But now I don't do that because I have that sling player attached to one of my TVs, and um, it. Uh, I can actually watch a TV upstairs on a TV downstairs and I can just keep the fire stick in there all the time. So I'm using it. I, I mean, all those different apps, that, they don't discriminate. They have everything on there. Uh, so you have no problems with it. Only thing that I don't like about it is that their Sleembox uh, remote is not that like, great. Um, uh, what you need to do, well, well the, the fire sticks remote does not work that well, in my opinion, with the uh, Sling Player, but you can use your iPhone um, uh, as a Fire Stick. I have an app for that, and I love the way that works. It's just much more easier to use. Well, I do game, and I'm you not. Do? Uh, yeah, I'm not like a World of Warcraft. My, I, I can't tell you how bad my husband, my, you know, my husband, my son used to want me to um, get into World of Warcraft. But I, I, I'm an addictive personality. I know that if I, if I. It was like with Zelda. I couldn't stop playing Zelda. I couldn't stop, you know, with uh, Tomb Raider, all of that stuff. I just love all of that, you know, uh, Monkey Island. I mean, I, I love games like that, but I don't really go. I mean, I played Wolfenstein when it first came out, um, Doom, you know, stuff like that. But I have to say is that I still really like Nintendo games. They're probably my favorite. I don't really like, um, as I get older, I find that my hand-eye coordinate coordination is not as good as it used to be and so it i don't know it's just it isn't on the ipad it's fine but if i'm using a controller oh it, it's i'm terrible but um i thought you I didn't play o- games i'm surprised oh my god i love games oh i've always mm-hmm. loved games okay when when our when nintendo first came out we bought it from, we made my oldest son wait he was just a kid at the time and we made him um you know, wait to get it. And my husband and I bought it and we bought Super Mario Brothers and we bought Zelda. When he would go to bed at night, we'd pull it out of its box, we'd put <laughs> in Zelda and we'd play it to three o'clock in the morning. Oh my and God. I would, my husband would navigate and I would be the one playing it. So when my poor son opened his Nintendo and he said, mom, do you want to play Zelda? I was so far ahead. He's like, how did you get so far ahead? <laughs> but uh, no, I've always been kind of addicted to that. But when I went over my son's last weekend, we were playing um, on his Wii. And he, he he got he said, Mom, you don't have to use big arm movements, just small arm movements. Just just flick your wrist. I said, Yeah, 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 I know. Well, we were playing Zelda and I made a big swooping motion to kill some enemies and my wine glass went flying on the floor, broke the glass, wine went everywhere red wine, so I had to clean that up. So I, we got it all cleaned up, and he was not happy with me. So he <laughs> said that night, he said, do you want to play another game? So we went to play Super Mario Brothers, and I was killing some stuff, and I knocked the lamp off of his Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and you he looked at me, and you need, you he said, not invited over anymore. He said, really, <laughs> I know. He said, really? Really? I said, I'm sorry. And I said, see, no harm, no foul. I put it back. I said, maybe we should play baseball or something, MLB. He said, no, you are oh not God. playing baseball. Oh, my God. See, you need you need a game room where it's only thing in there is the chair and you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have to. That being said, though, um, to get back to the Apple TV, though. But before we mention that, Laura, Laura Croft Go, um, you know, for Tomb Raider fans, that's in the App Store. That is a well worth five bucks. I'm telling you, it's all puzzles, and I mean, she still kills things. She's not a, quite as 
the character as she was, you know, with Tomb Raider. But that is a really addictive game. I I spent two days playing that till I finished it. It was it was good. That so Lara Croft Go. I highly recommend that one. It's it's more puzzle based stuff. So you really have to use your brain. But I like the fact they put a motion sensor in the remote too um, for Apple oh, TV. Yeah. I yeah. think that's really great, and I like that yeah. integration. You know, for games and and then they got that co uh, co processor that's going to offload all that uh, yeah accelerator. Yeah. And and I, I also like the fact, that, you know, again, because I think sometimes in the app store we get stale. We see all these apps and we're just not interested. And I think it's getting harder and harder for developers to make, an, um, you know, apps that really take off like the beginning of the app store. But I think this is going to open up a whole new venue for developers having um, a TV app store. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of excited to see what's going to happen with apps specifically for the Apple TV and the larger screen. So mm -hmm. hopefully there'll be some really cool games coming out, um, you know, with that either, you know, first person uh, games or uh, so. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. And I don't know if there'll be some more streaming services aside from what there is now. But I think competition in the TV field would be really welcome. I want to see what that Apple TV looks like because, you know, my TV in my family room is getting ready to, I mean, you know, the TV console that they're yeah. talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, because um, my oh, my TV in my family room is getting ready to go out. And I don't like to replace my TVs until they're on their last leg and it's on its last leg. So I I would really love to see that. I hope it's a, a decent TV. But you know what, you ladies? I was excited about the iPhone. I am too. I love that one. But I'll be honest with you. I said to you, oh, my God, I'm going to get rose, glow, rose gold. I put it on Facebook. And then I looked at it. And I'm like, it's pink. I thought it was more coppery. Like a rose gold should be copper. And I'm I like thinking. Pink. I think it's pretty. Oh, I hate pink. That is the color I detest more than anything in the world is pink. I it's not wear, even a color. I pink, but I still like it. <laughs> it's more white than it is red. And it's just so, oh, more, it's more just so pink. <laughs> now I'm gonna have. I was hoping it'd be more coppery, more of a orangey coppery, like a rose gold. Really, should be more on the copper side, I would think, that or like a rose copper than it should be a pinky. So I looked at that, and I've oh, I it, it's been angst. I'm telling you. Oh, so I think well, I'm gonna have to go that, with the gold. And well, Apple, re Apple refuses my my million dollar idea about putting a <laughs> black phone with a gold back, black and gold. It matches my convertible, a black and gold. What is wrong with black and gold? Do you know everybody would be buying black and gold phones? I, I, I know they would. They, they I know a lot of, I know, I mean, because it, 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 females would like it and, and male. I mean, so they'll get a yes. process. It's classy. Yeah. White and gold is not classy. And, um, you know, I know a lot of guys that wouldn't buy a white phone at all because they think it looks like a girl's phone. I, well, you know, in Europe, I never see a black phone. In France, they all have white friggin' phones. I'm not, I'm not kidding. You go into the app store, everybody's got a white iPhone. I'm like, what the heck is the thing with the white iPhone? Mm. I'm one of the very few, whenever we go someplace and people are on their iPhone in France that have a black iPhone, everybody has a white iPhone over there. I think I got I know. a white one, one, one previous generation back, but they've been black mostly. The no. problem the is looks, they look fake. A white one doesn't look like it's a real phone. I yeah. agree. And, yeah. you know, when you're looking at photographs, it's irritating to have a white border. I like to have yeah. a black border. But, you know, it makes me irritable, very irritable about <laughs> Apple that 
that they this, this put... week this week is the Suze rant. I'll save I'll save mine for next week. Well, it, it irritates me that they they add another freaking white color, you know, for for the white phone. Why not do it for the black phone? They only give you space gray. I'm bored with space gray. I've had space gray phones since the three, and I'm thinking, come on, people, just do a black and gold. What's wrong with doing a black and gold? I would never, ever, ever get rid of that color combo ever because I absolutely love black and gold. I just think it's gorgeous. I, I think you're, you're having that beautiful gold background, which is really like a burnished gold. And mm-hmm. then you have the black, uh, uh, yeah, for the, um, uh, the rear, the casing. And then you have the, the black in the front. It's the best of both worlds. Well, it's just, think, they just irritate me. I think I know how to bring you down. A 12-megapixel camera. How do you feel about that? (laughs) I'm happy happy about that because, you know, I think they put a lot of thought into that because I Mm -hmm. think – and I like Phil Schiller. I think I have a little girl crush on Phil Schiller. I just (laughs) like him. He's very likable, and he loves tech. You can see that – I don't know if he – I have to – He's like a little teddy bear. He is. He just looks like, you know, you could go in and just sit down and just talk Apple and have a beer with him. That That's the kind of persona. He and Eddie Q, I think, have that. Johnny Ive is like the smooth voice and, you know, he, I, I don't know. I, I Has he ever been on the stage, Johnny Ive? Yeah, he has, but I haven't seen him for a while. But, yeah. boy, his, his voice uh, is unbelievable. He's got that just melodious voice. It's just gorgeous. Just, but anyway. To get back to the camera, I think they put a lot of thought in it because they're absolutely right. Even with the iPhone um, 5S, because I always upgrade on the S's because I I know they always tweak the camera on the S's. Excuse me. It still has a lot of digital noise. It still has artifacting and noise when you take pictures in low light. Now, it's better than its predecessors. It's better than the 4S. But I think they put more thought into how that small sensor was going to interpret interpret light with the larger megapixel mm-hmm. um, concept. And they do look clear. The, the ones they took at night looked really nice. I liked the photos. Uh, again, it was on a big screen. Hopefully they didn't do any, you know, Photoshopping or di- digital enhancement. They said they didn't. If that's the case, it looks really nice. What I'm really excited about is that Harry Potter um, live photo thing. And oh, that gosh. was cool. Nobody has that. Does anybody else have that? That's so cool. So, it's like an animated GIF. Well, I have an I mean, app yes, that does that. Huh? I have an app that, in fact, I met them at Macworld in 2013, where you take a picture. The whole point of it is you take a picture, and it captures a couple of seconds before and a couple of seconds after. The frames before. And then you take all your different pictures, and you can make it into a video. Oh, you can make it into it. This automatically does it. Yeah, this, well, I mean, yeah, but this I mean, does what, what, but what it. By the phone, it's on. So, when, yeah, picture, but I mean, you take, these, you take these pictures and you put them together in the app, and then when you export it, it's a video of, like, say say it's your birthday party and you take mm-hmm. pictures of you opening your presents and then now you're over cutting the cake and you're talking to your friends and someone takes a bunch of different pictures. It can make, uh, like, a one-minute video. Can, I, I can actually do that on my computer. Um, I, I used to do that a lot. Uh, it, it's, it, that's not difficult. You can even take a video and create a little animated uh, GIF out of it. That's what that is. But this automatically does it for you. I mean, because to do that, when I actually do it on my computer, it takes a while, you know, because it has to, to generate the thing and, and, and you have to cut the video and make sure it does what you want it to do. And it, 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 this 
happens automatically by default on your phone. My thing about it is this. I have people that are no longer in my life. If I had a picture, a video of that, like that on my phone, I think I'd be boohooing and crying for hours. <laughs> I think I would, I'd be watching it. I'd be so obsessed with looking at it. Um, it's amazing. I mean, well, it, it is, it's, it, you can turn it on or off, which is nice because the two yeah. people don't want it on, but you yeah. know, I don't know if you were Harry Potter fans, but Harry Potter fans had that portrait, you know, that moved, Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and that kind of reminded me of it, but I like that fact. I think that's very special actually. And uh, the other thing that I really, um, liked is the, uh, the increase in megapixels for the panoramas. Cause my husband, yeah. I call him Wahtupano, which is Pano King in French, because he loves Panos. I mean, he's always taking Panos. Who, you know, I'm always having to wait for him. He's like, wait, 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 I have to take a Pano. And so, you know, I think I think that I was was very happy at. I'm really excited about this camera. I'm really excited about the video. They mm-hmm. have 4K video, which 4K I think video, is, yeah, yeah, 4K video. Uh, really welcome. I think. But again, the S's they tend to do this stuff, and it makes it very exciting. So they I even, am, they even made they re- even up the FaceTime camera to five. They did. Oh, and Vicky, thank you because they said that everything in this in this uh, phone has been redesigned, and which mm-hmm. is great. So it has a faster processor. The mm-hmm. other thing they did is they put the five meg camera in the FaceTime camera, but. You know, when you're taking selfies, and of course, I, I told you I hate that word, but when people are taking um, selfies and in, low light, yeah. in, in the dark, the mm-hmm. whole screen will act as a flash now. That's brilliant. That really is yeah. brilliant. I thought, oh, that's really a great idea. So yeah, I, I think there's some really great changes for the camera. I think iPhoneographers and anybody that likes to take photos should be really excited about the new changes. Did you guys see that picture, that little girl that they had uh, when they were showing the um uh, FaceTime camera stuff with the little yes. afro. She was so oh, cute. She's adorable. Was so adorable. <laughs> she was. The other thing were the Iceland pictures that they took with the camera looked really beautiful. Oh yeah. And they were yeah. I like the fact they had all different lighting scenarios in that. Um I, I really I am excited sister, about I told my sister she, if she had that when she went to Africa. Oh yeah! Oh my God! What kind of picture oh, yeah. she was done? And the in the 4K video, and the 4K, 4K video, video would have been beautiful yeah. for her. Yeah, yeah. The other thing was the touch. The, uh, the of course they're calling it 3D touch, but I'm very very excited about the whole 3D touch, too. the force touch. I that looks too. fabulous. It's becoming more uh, similar to your computer because you know my yes. my uh, MacBook Pro has that that touch pad, whatever they call it, the thing where you can 3D touch. It. Yeah, oh. yeah. I don't know if they call it 3D. T- they call that the haptic, the haptic touch. Is you know, that what that is? Haptic, kind of, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That kind of thing. Um, so it, it was, they're becoming more similar. And if you know, we're going to have to talk about El Capitan when it comes out. But it has a lot of those features that you're going to really want to to um, take advantage of if you had that kind of feature. Well, the, the stuff they did in iMessage too really intrigued me. I, I thought that was very beguiling, the stuff they were doing in iMessage, because many times my husband will say, you know, he travels a lot, as I've told you, and so he'll say, okay, I'm on flight, you know, UA, blah, 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 because he always flies United. So usually I have to go into the United app and I have to, you know, see if, there, if there's been any delays or changes and what gate he's going to be at. This is great. So in iMessage, if he sends me that, I hold it. And using that new 3D touch, up comes um, this schematic where it show, it says, okay, he's going from, you know, um, you know uh, Charles de Gaulle 
to DFW and to Dallas, where he is in the sky, what gate you're at, what, what time he's due to arrival, right in iMessages. You never have to leave iMessage. I thought mm-hmm. that was brilliant. And the other thing is if somebody sends you a video or they send you a Safari link, it doesn't get you out of the app to go into Safari. It opens yeah. it up right yeah. in iMessage. That was yeah. awesome. I yeah. was very, very excited about that because, you know, I message more than anything, I think. I do yeah. a lot of messages. Yeah. Um, a lot of the built-in apps are going to have their capability notes and a bunch of other things that, that's going to be pretty cool. But one thing I forgot to mention um, about the live photos is that next year they said it's, uh, the Facebook app is going to be able to post those. So everybody's oh, really? going to have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's, it's well, that'll be, I mean, not that'll year, be later, interesting. Later this year it does when the Facebook app is going to have it. Yeah. So, so Suzanne, are you ordering? It's pre-ordering uh, starting September 12th. Well, Seven. here's the caveat, Tomorrow. guys. Here's the caveat. Now, I thought it was very, very interesting that Apple, it, I, this is going to be interesting how the um, telecom providers are going to deal with this because Apple has their retail program now. So oh, for, yeah. those, for those people that want to have a brand new iPhone every year and don't want to have to wait, you know, if they're eligible or not that you can go on their site and you can sign up for Apple retail. It You can have any carrier you want. So basically it's an unlocked phone. Unlocked, basically. Yeah. And then you get a free Apple care plus. So for damage or, you know, if you drop your phone in the toilet, I don't know who would ever do something like that, that they <laughs> will replace it, that they will replace it. Now I have AT&T. I have the five S so I'm due for an upgrade. So I went on the Apple store and they do have the success, you know, so I was looking at the different plans and it says, okay, we've always, I mean, AT&T have always kind of subsidized your phone for a two year, um, you know, contract. So I looked and it said, um, it was $849 if you wanted to buy it outright, because I want the 128 gig. So I looked and I'm like, wow. And then it said AT&T next. That's the only option I have. I have to, I'm going to be going into the AT&T store before I order it because I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to get screwed on this. So, but it allows you a 12 month, an 18 month or a 24 month next program. So do you, program. Do you trade your phone in? I don't know if I can trade. No. I, I don't think no, you no, no, I'm have. No, no, no. I'm about uh, each year you have to give back the phone and get a new phone. No, I have the next plan. No, I'm talking. It was about Apple. She means she's, Apple. Yes, I think you do. You turn in your phone, you get a brand nah, new phone. My family member gets somebody in my family gets my old phone. Yeah. So, yeah. But the next program um, for the phone is is not that much cheaper than Apple. It's twenty eight dollars a month. So my husband, so he figured it out and he said, "Wow, that's over five hundred something bucks for." He said, "What?" Yeah. So. Like he's in Denmark, he comes back Sunday, and I think before I order it Saturday, I think we should, uh, or unless I go to AT and T Saturday, it depends what happens with my iMac. If, if Apple is, if I have to go to the Apple Store, but I need to find out because you know, it may be more, um, it may be better to go with the retail program. Not that I want a new phone every year, because to be honest with you. I am very happy having a phone for two years. I always have been. I've I never had that. I, I don't feel like I'm losing anything, but I, I do, don't either. Like, There's some features that I think would be cool to play around with, but I don't need them. You know, it's not going to make my. It'd be my, great. My, under, my understanding with the Apple program is that you don't have to turn it in every year. You can continue to make those monthly payments. At the end of the two years, your Apple Care is finished and you own your phone. Or you can say, uh. okay, the, the iPhone 7 is out. I want to turn that in 
And what they would do is they'd hand you the seven, assuming that your you know your iPhone 6s was still in good shape, and then but, you would start all over again with your monthly payments. But the monthly payments don't add up to eight hundred and some dollars in two years for Apple because they're adding one hundred and twenty nine dollars of Apple Care into it. Well, here's the thing: though. did you have Apple- to pay for it? No, no, come on, it's less if you get what she's talking about getting it eight hundred and some dollars. $32 a month, it doesn't add up to $849. No. It's less. Yeah. So you see, I, I haven't even, then, I haven't even looked at it. They're adding Apple Care on top of it. That's a hundred and some dollars, isn't it? Because the hundred and twenty. This yeah. is what I don't understand. Why AT and T now Apple says that the hundred and twenty eight they they sh- I they, they have it right up there. Supposedly the one twenty eight gig. 6s was 399. Did you read that? I'm like, wow, 39 or 499. It was something like that. So I don't understand why it's 849. Wait a minute. I'm getting the prices wrong. I'm I'm thinking about the iPad, not the iPhone. Oh, for God's sakes, Vicky. (laughs) How long have you been a geeky lady? Oh my God. I was looking at the prices. I was looking at the wrong prices. So I'm looking at. Yeah. Wait a minute. No, that, 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 that's 800 and some dollars, isn't it? For the 128? I thought yeah, eight- see, I'm, I'm looking yes. at right now. It says, okay, on the Apple Store app, <clears throat> excuse me, the iPhone 6S is from $649, mm-hmm. $32.45 a month with annual upgrade. So when you click on that, you can choose your finish, which I will. Do- I don't think I'm going to get pink. So here, here it is. It says 16 gig is, six, is 649 so that's 32 45. Who the heck is ever going to get 16 gig? I'm just really, uh, that's another thing that irritates me. It's like, really, <laughs> Apple? What the heck? Why not put you know, 32 gig? Why not on put 32? Budget. Some people are on a budget, okay? <laughs> yeah, so why not put 32 gig for 649? Come on, Apple. Really? 16 mm-hmm. gig? That's like six pictures. Okay, I got off that rant. Um, 64 gig is 749, so that's going to cost you $37.45 cents a month oh, with the okay. annual upgrade and the 128 is 849 dollars with a 42 dollar and 45 cents a month with annual oh it's upgrade. more it costs more okay now this yeah now yeah this. you're actually a buying a damn phone so you just buy yeah. it on time i don't yeah. i don't like doing that I, I don't like giving somebody my money every month uh, i like to own it and then if i don't want it i can sell it i can give it to somebody and do whatever i want to and I don't have to wait. To, I just don't like being in the contract. I don't like buying anything on time. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing right now with my phone. I'm paying, I forget now, $30, $31, something like that, mm-hmm. a month, which is which was the 600 no, how much did I spend? 749 I have a 64 gig, six. I think it was 649 Yeah. Divided by 24. I'm paying that every month. But I also have the option... I can go back to AT&T and I can say, here's my phone back. How much will you give me? And that will, so say they gave me $300 for it. But then I would buy the new phone for $449 and start paying that out. Or I could say to them, I'm tired of paying you each month. I owe you this amount of money. Here you go. And pay it off. Or I could just walk in and say, here's $749. Yeah. Or, or you can go to Sprint and they'll pay off your phone and everything to get you to come over to them. <laughs> 
there is no sprint here. And you're lucky because the service, well, never mind. <laughs> no, I mean, we use T-Mobile many, 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 like when cell phones first came out and it was terrible. So this well, is basically, T-Mobile, this is basically, T-Mobile. that was a long time ago, but basically where I am, you're either AT&T to your Verizon. But T-Mobile is different from the Sprint. Uh, the service is different. It's not as bad as, as T-Mobile, but if you live in a major but, city, all, uh, uh, T-Mobile is okay. You know, but, yeah. yeah, I don't know. But I would definitely do the math and the, um, on both. You know, yeah. What happens if I go to Apple? What happens if I go to AT&T? Mm-hmm. Figure out, also figure out, do I need Apple Care? I've never gotten Apple Care on my iDevices. I have. And, you know, so for me, I have one, time, one time my screen broke, they, uh, I, I needed it. I'm glad yeah. I did. So I get it. I get it on all my I mean, devices. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously a, a very personal decision. I have it on my laptop. Some people don't. Oh, yeah. I will have it on a laptop. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's too expensive to, to repair. Yeah. So here's the thing, guys. So the iPhone 6S, now I'm looking at the phone. I'm seeing if I'm eligible for you know so it says uh okay if i got gold i'm just looking storage 128 it's going to be 28 dollars and 30 cents a month on um um at&t the next program that's that's for if i upgraded in two years which i would so it's still like and then you go to your you go to at&t and it's going to charge your activation fee and all that other stuff because you, you get nothing for free in this world of course, the activation fees are generally that high, but still, everybody's trying to make a buck off of you. Yeah. Always, because you know that SIM card you have in your iPhone um, 5 does not work in a 6. So, Actually, um... What? No, well, I think they're different. Are they? Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, it's in the reverse. My iPhone 6 SIM card would not work in my iPhone 5. You know when I thought I lost my iPhone 6? Yeah. Well, here's the, here's the other thing. Now, check this out. AT&T Next 24. Okay, so if you want to upgrade in two years, mm-hmm. you have to pay for 30 months. What? It says upgrade every 24 months, but you have to pay 2164 for 30 months. You have to pay... Another six to- months on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. What's the logic um, behind that? I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm only paying for 24 months. I'm looking at it right now. It says you're eligible for AT&T next. Mm-hmm. And it has the next 12, next 18, next 24. So if mm-hmm. you get the next 12, you pay for 20 months. If you can get the next 18, you pay for 24 months. Oh. And if you get the next 24, you pay for 30 months. Mm-hmm. What a ripoff. Yeah. See, they're going to get their money for that phone somehow. And there's also something else that's wrong on here. It says activation fee fifteen dollars. There is no activation fee if you get it through AT and T. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but if you buy it through Apple, you do. You have to pay the Apple. Yeah, I think you know what I'm going to do is we'll just go into the AT and T store. It's not like I need it right away. So, and my husband wants to upgrade too. So we'll just go and order them, you know, through them. But I want to make sure we have that correct. Right. Yeah. Before, you know, I don't want to get the hidden hidden fees. I know that T Mobile though. It said that they have a brand new LTE network, and it's supposed to be really good because they used to get a lot of uh, flack for it. So they're trying to compete, and it says to buy an unlocked phone, and T-Mobile comes up. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. I've never seen that in the App Store and be- the Apple Store before. So, 
anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, so what I about the watch? You guys didn't think anything about the Apple Watch with the You know how I feel band. about that watch. I'm not it has it has the rose <laughs> it has the rose face now. Pink color. No. The rose face. Yeah. It has a Hermes um Hermes 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 I didn't know how to pronounce it. Hermes? Yeah. Hermes. Yeah. Hermes. Um The whatever. H is silent. It's French. They so, don't pronounce their Well, you can, you can spend a lot of money. I think it's, what, $2,000 for the watch band? <laughs> crazy. It Jeez. is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe one day I'll buy one, but I'm not in any hurry. I'm you, you're buying a $2,000 watch band. No, no, no. I'm talking about the $349 <laughs> sports model. I would oh. never buy an Apple Watch, but I will tell you, there is a company called Jord, J-O-R-D. And they make wooden watches. Yeah, yeah, you tell us. Yeah, yeah. And cool. that, if if I was going to buy a watch, they're they're about two hundred dollars, two seventy five. But you know, I think for a watch, I'd want an analog only because um, they're already doing the watch iOS two. So mm-hmm. eventually, like the Nano and and by, like the iPod, eventually they're going to be obsolete. But an analog watch will never be obsolete. So I think for watches, I'd stick with. Um, you know, I'd stick with a just an analog. That's me, though. Yeah. I don't feel... I'm not a Dick Tracy type of person where I feel I need to talk to my watch. I, 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 <laughs> I, I just... My philosophy is I have two doggone many, um, you know, uh, devices that have a clock on them. So I don't really need a watch. I agree with and you, Vicki. And my phone has all those same apps. So what's the difference? I agree with you. I would rather have a nice stylus that had a nice fine point... Um, you know, made by Apple. That's what I would like. But you and know, it, I'm not, my eyesight is now is getting worse as as we speak, and I don't need anything smaller. Than no. I got the as you see, I got the uh, six plus. I didn't get the <laughs> smaller one, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, you, now might be a good time to wrap up because my neighbor has decided to mow his lawn. Yeah, that would that would be yeah. a good time to wrap and up. And since my windows are open, <laughs> I can hear it really well. So, and it's also the same thing in my background. So it's like stereo sound because somebody's in my uh, next door doing the same thing. Yeah. So uh, we're going to wrap up, and I want to mention to the listeners again about the listeners' choice that we're doing. We would love to hear from you about what you think would make a great holiday gift, whether it's technology or a really good cookbook or uh, a you know, nice sweater, or it doesn't have to be technology. It can be absolutely anything, a beautiful Pandora bracelet, anything that you think of that you, that you are using or that you saw in a magazine, you think, wow, that would make a great holiday gift. Please share it with us, whether it's by email, by Twitter, by Facebook group, our Google Plus community, send us a voice memo. All our information can be found on the threegeekyladies.com website. We also want to hear about what you thought about the, all these announcements. Are you running out to buy an Apple TV? Are you going to order an iPhone 6S or a 6S Plus? Or is it just totally boring to you and you're just going to move on and wait for something else? Please let us know. So with that, I'm going to say thank you very much for listening. The lawnmower's getting louder over here. So <laughs> thanks again for listening and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.
I don't know who you are, but I will find you. And when I do, you had better be listening to the Tech Fan Podcast. Because if you're not, well, you may not live long enough to regret it. Remember, it's called the Tech Fan Podcast. Listen, and you won't regret it.